Emmanuel. You may be seated in his presence. Thank you. My name is Kimi. I'm from South Africa. And I am an evangelist in training here at the Synagogue Church of All Nations under the mentorship of my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua. I would like to take this opportunity to thank him for his endurance on me. God bless you, sir. You know, it is nothing but the grace of God that I'm here today. If it were not for my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua, I wouldn't have been standing here today. Thank you, Jesus. Those who are rich in every sense of the word know that life is a learning experience. Life is in stages. What do I mean? You were once a tiny embryo in your mother's womb. See now how big you have become. When you were a baby, you used to scream or cry to attract the attention of the people around you. Through your scream, your mom would know that something was wrong or that you wanted something. Later, you started crawling and exploring your immediate surroundings. Exposed to lots of danger, but you continued anyway. When you were learning how to walk, you would fall. But still, you continued trying until you were able to walk without falling. You learned how to talk with the help of your parents or your siblings. You even learned word for word every day until you knew how to express yourself clearly. You went to school. You learned how to mix with other children. You continued exploring, daring, and trying out new things. You wouldn't want anyone to take from you the first position in class. You would make sure that you try new technique to maintain your position. As you grew older, you wanted good things of life. Wealth, comfort, position. So many of you went to university. But long after your graduation, you are still not employed, let alone meeting out those needs. Instead, trouble overwhelms you. You feel 
like you are boiled in hot pot. You put the blame on your, on your parents or even ask them, why did you give birth to me? You despair, murmur, complain without reflecting on the principle of life. You are under pressure because you are in a world where everyone desires breakthrough. If you are in such a situation, let me encourage you. Disappointment sometimes serves to keep us for a new level in life. Everyone wants comfort, whereas pain sometimes serves to keep us for a new level in life. I want you to take a lesson from me. Today, I am having a great relief and a peace of heart. I can sleep without taking drugs or tablets. I can sleep when I want. No fear of tomorrow. Glory be to God. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shore. Thank you. You may not know me. I want to play a sneak preview of my track record. Then later you'll get to know me. Let's watch. Thank you.
I was your superstar, and you were my fans then. God be the glory. I was a superstar. And you were my fans then. Today, I want to tell you that when I was your superstar, I had no peace of heart. You only saw my outside. My inside was yearning for peace. These were keeping me for a new level in life. I was thinking that, I was praying what would be the outcome as your superstar. I believed that there was God, but I had no faith. I believed that there was a creator but I had no faith. I believed that there was a supernatural power that created me, but I had no faith. Your prayers of many years are not lost. You may not see 
the results immediately. But in due time, they will issue into beauty and glory. Don't give up. God's response is not for those in a hurry. And this brings us to the title of our message today. Don't give up. And our proof scripture will be from the book of Mark chapter 5. From verse 25 to 34. The book of Mark chapter 5. From verse 25 to 34. Are you there? Are you there? If you are there, shout Emmanuel. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. May the Lord bless his holy word in the midst of your heart. Amen. Ask the woman with the issue of blood, and she would tell you that when discouragement comes, don't stop. Dig deep and fight it through. The woman with the issue of blood never gave up. I'll tell you why. According to the law of the Levites, if a woman had a flow of blood, she was ceremonially unclean. Any bed she laid on, or any object she set on during that time was considered unclean during her menstrual period. How much more this woman who had a severe flow of blood for 12 years? She suffered not only because of this problem. Nobody wanted to be around her because people were afraid that she would make them unclean. She was pale, unhappy because she lost a lot of blood. Imagine how much she would have to bathe or change a day. 
search of solution to this problem. She went from doctor to doctor, but found no solution. Instead, the problem grew worse. She exhausted her finances. But when she learned that Jesus Christ was passing by, she knew that it was the end of her suffering. Jesus Christ was the last bus stop because she believed that doctors treat, but Jesus heals. Whatever a man or a woman of faith says believing before meeting the prophet will come to pass. She said, if only I could touch the fringe of his robe, I will be healed. Then ask Prophet T.B. Joshua, and he will tell you that when you speak God's word over your situation, you have released your faith and have brought God's power onto the sin. She knew that she would face opposition on the way to reach Jesus. She knew that by breaking the law of Moses, she could be stoned to death. But she did not allow anything to hinder her forward movement towards her healer, the Redeemer. She elbowed her way through, reaching out in faith. As a woman of faith, she found ways of building bridges that closed the gap from where she was to her destination. She pressed on through the crowd. Some were yelling at her. Some were pushing her. But that did not stop her because she had a vision only known to her. If only I could touch the fringe of his blanket, I will be healed. Confession builds the road over which faith carries its mighty cargo. She put a demand on the anointing by touching the fringe of Jesus' robe and received her miracle. When Jesus heals you, he heals you effectually. Faith is a channel through which God's healing power flows. When Jesus asked, who touched me? She was not the only person to touch the, the fringe of his blanket. Hers was a touch with a difference. A touch born of faith. What lessons can you learn from this woman? She cultivated a mindset of an unstoppable determination. She did not complain or murmur, even though her situation was overwhelming. She did not throw in a towel of defeat. To quit was not in her vocabulary. This we can only do when we are full of faith, humility, modesty, and perseverance, which are the essential characteristics of a woman of vision. She knew that when trouble comes to a man or a woman of faith, there's always a future. But to a man or a woman without faith, the end has come. People of God, now that we are older, we become tired. We no longer fight the way we used to fight. My sisters, where is that little girl? that would stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm going to be a lawyer. 
brothers. Where is that little boy that used to jump around and say, I'm Superman? We easily get intimidated by life's difficulties and challenges instead of facing and fighting them. We no longer maximize our forward motion, forgetting that trouble should not stop us, but should encourage us to exercise our faith as Christians. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 3, Sorrow is better than laughter, for sadness has a refining influence on us. Then ask Joseph, and he would tell you that when you accept adversity and enduring every pain, then we would learn what we should know. Our grief will turn to gain. Tell your neighbor, my grief will turn to gain. What is the situation that is challenging your faith? Broken things become useful in the hands of God. When you are broken, the one who created you will repay you. It is when we reach the end of ourselves that God begins to mold us into glory. When you are weak, he will give you extra strength to make you extra strong. When your funds are low and your debts are high, don't give up. He will give you determination. You know, sometimes you'd want to smile, but because the problem is too much. You sigh. Don't give up. Victory in Christ Jesus is not for those who quit. Look beyond your situation because the thing that keeps us from despairing is not what we see, but what we believed. Like David in the face of Goliath. When you review God's track record in your life and the situation he had delivered you from, this will give you a slot of faith. This will impart a strength to endure your present situation. Then you will see the reason not to despair because you know God is with you. So reflect on your past instead and identify the challenges you successfully faced and the adversity you overcame. The opening of the eyes of our faith is the silencing of our fears. And the clearer sight we have of the power and sovereignty of God, the less we shall fear the calamities of the earth. Are you a man or a woman of faith? Are you a man or a woman of faith? Remember, faith sees the invisible, believes the impossible, and receives the incredible. What is your vision? I'll tell you mine. If I can reach Jesus, I shall be well. If I can obey his word, I shall be well. Take heart. The way out for you has come. 
Jesus is as close to you as he was to the woman with the issue of blood. Whatever your problem is, look to Jesus because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right now, show your faith as someone who wants to, co to come to Jesus. How? By faith. Because faith is our movement towards God. Right now, show your faith. Show your belief. You who says, I have no faith. I have little faith. Let me encourage your faith. A consciousness of little faith is not the reason why you shouldn't pray. You are not asked to look within and see how much faith you have. You are asked to look to Jesus and take from him the faith he's prepared to give you. By looking to God, looking unto God, and meditating on God. Then faith comes spontaneously. Tell your neighbor, look to God. Look to God. What a means of blessing is the look to Jesus. Where there is light, deliverance, salvation, and God's blessings. In Jesus' name, may the Lord bless his holy word in the midst of your heart. Amen.